Welcome to Transition of Style, the podcast that explores the ways in which personal style and identity meet. Transition of Style is sponsored by QueerCut, a global gender-free marketplace and online community that connects LGBT shoppers with queer-friendly brands and products. Welcome back to Transition of Style. I'm your co-host, Corinne. What's up? Hey, it's Elena. What's up, Elena? I'm so excited for today. I know, I know. We have Perinda Darden with us today. Uh, Perinda, what's going on? What's up, guys? How are I'm you? I'm really excited to be here. Oh, we're so happy to have you. Let me tell you guys a little bit about Perinda. Perinda, pronouns she and they, is the center of center stylishly dapper dresser who is a software engineer and organizer of Rails Bridge by day and a surfing, rock climbing, boxing bay by night. Her most important foray into formal styling was a custom-made tuxedo at her wedding, which was recently, right? Yes. Um, Prinda hit the runway at the Dapper Cute Fashion Show just recently um, in genderless athleisure wear by Stuzo. Stuzo is awesome, uh, some awesome clothing. Uh, Prinda lives in Astoria with her wife and her dog, and you can find her at Prinda Darden um, on Instagram. Prinda, welcome. Pleasure, pleasure to have you here. Really awesome to have you here. I'm super pumped uh, because I have known uh, both of these two for quite some time and actually want to just <laughs> set the stage here. <laughs> and, and I wish you could see me because there's true concern on my face. True concern. So a little bit of backstory on Prinda and Corinne is that we met about three years ago, all actually at the same time. And when I brought this story up right before we started recording, Corinne had... The- <laughs> Corinne's facial expression was what? 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 Right, right. Like clearly, I was on propofol at the bar, which is not <laughs> so. What, it's not what you want. I remember vividly. I'd only been in New York for about a year, and we all met actually at kind of a meetup for a conference called like Lesbians Who Tech, one of the like meetup uh, events that they have. And uh, per usual, I wasn't able to actually make it to the event, but a friend of mine said, "Hey, like the event's still going." you know, still come, you know, come check it out. I arrived, you know, hung out, met some cool people and then wasn't ready to necessarily go home. So my normal MO is to kind of like raise my hand and say, Hey, we're going to, <laughs> we're going to get drinks afterwards. Anybody want to go? And Perinda and Corinne were two of those people. And we ended up having great conversation at, I think like a, you know, bar in, in Soho um, and ended up meeting kind of a couple weeks later again at the Dapper Q fashion show. So that's how I became friends with these two. Wow, awesome. So. I mean, I, I, I sadly don't remember that. Right. <laughs> I'm quite embarrassed to say I don't, but you know what? Honestly, I, I, I know that I have come in contact with these two many times, and it's always been wonderful. That I don't remember the first time, I'm not sure if that's alcohol-related or what You just don't remember is. the shots that we had, but it, that's fine. Like- right. And again, I do feel like I was put under, like, right before general surgery, like, just put under it, and like, that chunk of my life has been removed, and I'm hoping to get it back at some point, but we'll see. We'll and see that's happens. totally fine. That event led us to here, and that's kind of what matters, right? Awesome. That's absolutely right. That's so, awesome. Brenda, we've been friends for about uh, three years. Um, I was lucky enough to... From that night. From that night, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was like, someone doesn't remember. Oh, well, I mean, you know, propofol, propofol and bars don't mix well. So I know my, you know, I've learned my lesson. I'm I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Totally fine. Um, I was lucky enough to actually be in Santa Fe 
for your wedding, which was what, like about a month ago? Yeah, actually, a month today. Congratulations! Four months. Congratulations! Yeah, thank you. Um, and what I've always admired about you is just your style and your like authenticity around that. So to kind of kick things off, you know, want to kind of take it take it back. Talk about baby Perinda <laughs> growing up. And kind of introduce us to, to like, that time. Yeah. Um, so I grew up in Bangkok, Thailand, actually. And I was a super, like, tomboy kid. Yeah. I would remember going to school and, like, my dad, I think, was, like, putting my uniform on for me. And it's, like, a button-down T-shirt and a skirt. And I was like, I don't want to go to school. And I, like, ripped off, like, this button-down. <laughs> like, hulk like, down? Hulk, like, hulk down? Hulk down at, like, four years old or something. And, like, I just remember, like, every time my mom tried to put me in dresses, I was like, no, I want to wear that overalls. I want to wear pants. Yeah. Um, so I was, like, a super tomboy kid. And then growing up, like, in elementary school there, um, I think in second grade, I found a group of, like, super tomboy friends um, and in Thailand, this, there's no concept of, like, lesbian, really. There's, like, Tom and D. Wow, really? And Tom is, like, very masculine. And you are expected to, like, act like a guy by, like, paying for your girl and, like, doing all these traditional guy things. Um, and D is just, like, super high femme. Wow. Okay, I have to ask a question. Like, so yeah. do you, so does that mean that anyone can be a Tom and anyone can be yeah. a D? That's fascinating. Um, and I went to like an all girls Catholic school, a private school. Um, so I was exposed to like queer people in like I don't know preschool. It's gonna be like wow, at such an early age. Yeah. But it's so normal. Like, all my elementary school friends that came to my wedding all the way from Thailand are all gay. Like, they're (laughs) all dating women. And we were, like, so tight. And, like, we're still tight then, even though, like, I didn't see them for, like, at least a period of, like, ten years. Um, And it's because we're gay and we have that, like, connection. (laughs) (laughs) That is so amazing. Like, I'm blown away by that. Like, that's such an interesting way to grow up. Like, I didn't, grow up, I didn't grow up like that. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, like, childhood in Thailand is totally different. Because, like, you are kind of free to explore whatever um, identity that you want to, like, take yeah. at school. Um, and then I think the adults in Thailand probably know, like, oh, they're just going through, like, this Tom phase. So, like, you know. Wow, the um, Tom phase. I love it. Yeah. I think I'm still in the Tom phase. I love it. Actually, yeah, it's really great. some people are yeah. still in the Tom phase. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, like, growing up, I was, like, very tomboyish. Um, We wear uniform every day to school, so, like, when I go to Saturday school, all we do is just, like, homework and more math problems. It's (laughs) terrible. But, like, it's the only day that I can go to school and actually not wear a uniform. Um, So I just, like, wear, like, shorts, and then I play sports after school, too. So, like, I was, like, very, very masculine. Oh, presenting wow. when I was little. Yeah. Um, so that was like baby, baby, Prinda. And then I moved to, from Bangkok to Nantucket when I was 11, like turning 12. And I was like super nervous having to make new friends. Um, 
I was like new to the school. I moved to this like tiny island in the winter. I thought it was like this like ghost town that you see in West movie. Because <laughs> um, there like, was no one tumble like, just the, comes across. Yes. <laughs> I like got to the island by getting on a ferry. All I, like the first thing I saw, like off the island, was just some seals sitting on a jetty, um, and yeah, like that was like my first time that I think my style and identity changed because I like wanted to make friends and fit in. So I was like more like just a regular um, kid who was like wearing like a little bit more form-fitting clothes to fit in and make friends and presenting more feminine. Um, so I think that's why, like, in my bio, I was, like, I'm um, center of center because I was, like, exposed to, like, extreme masculine um, style. Mm-hmm. And then, like, once I moved to the States, mm-hmm. I was, like, trying to fit in, trying to make new friends. Um, didn't speak English that well. Uh, so I, like, try to fit in and make new friends by presenting, like... The friends that I want to make. Of course. Um, and then in college, uh, I think like freshman year, I was still wearing like super like tight dress. I was like a bitty. Or <laughs> like a hot sack. I, I love um, it. Oh, wait. Can we talk about bitty? Like, it's so awesome. <laughs> Rewind. 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 I went, to, I went to like a super small liberal, like liberal arts college where there's a lot of lax bros and biddies. So, um, so, so can you like... define, like, can, tell us what a bitty is. I mean, I actually use that word. Like, that's my sister's, like, name I gave her. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not her real name, but it's, like, my nickname for her. And it just means, like, old, dried-up sort of person. <laughs> no, like, I don't think no, that's, that's what you mean. That's not what I mean. It's, it's definitely like, in a different context. Okay, yeah. please, please. I need some context. That sounds like crazy. Like, I love to hear it. But tell me what it is exactly. Um... I guess, like, in my context, it's not, like, an old, dried-up person. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, um, like, girls who wear, like, black dress, little black dress. Okay. Going out on, like, uh, Thursday night, okay, okay. Friday, Saturday night. Um, okay. Hanging out with, like... Broy bros. Oh, yeah. I'm getting a visual. But okay. I, I okay. did not hang out with broy bros. I hung with like interesting friend group, just like high kids. Really? <laughs> were you were you out at this time, or did you come out in college? Yeah, I didn't really come out. Interesting. Like, no, tell us more yeah. about that. Yeah, it was just... like in Thailand, I like there was no concept of coming out. So when I moved there. I kind of, like, went into a closet that I didn't know existed, you know? Because there was, like, no concept of, like, coming out. I mean, I I guess that was a little bit, but, like, it was so normalized at my school to, like, see, like, older high school girls holding hands and making out while the nun walked past and just ignore them completely. Wow. Um, So, like, there was, like, no concept of, like, coming out, really, or the concept wasn't as strong as here, like, or wasn't as taboo. Um, right. Well, if you have a, a structure or a society where there isn't any shame or anything to yeah. be attached to it, then there is no need to come out. Like, it just yeah. is what it is. So that's really incredible. 
Um, so I guess like I went into a closet that I didn't know existed and then college came and I was like, whatever, I'm just going to like start making out with girls. And that was, I guess it was me coming out. <laughs> no closet. Sounds about right. Yeah. Shut door. Sounds yeah. about right. <laughs> That's the telling of people, makes out with girl, looks at friends, nods and keeps going. Yeah. I just keep going. That's amazing. Yep. That's really cool. That's awesome. I think, like, so then you're in sort of this, like, you know, in college, in more of, I guess, like, feminine presenting clothing. Only freshman year. Only freshman year. What kind of, <laughs> what kind of, like, <laughs> like correction, what kind of change that, I guess, your, like, sophomore year, was there, like, kind of a pivotal moment, or was it just you saying, I'm not going to do this anymore? I'm just, I was just saying, like, I'm not going to wear dresses to, like... I don't know, dances Yeah. anymore. Or if I wear it, like, I want to put too much effort into it. Um, I think right now, if I were to have to wear a dress, I wouldn't mind either. Because, like, if I look good in it, it's fine. But I prefer not to wear them because I'm more comfortable in, like, pants and shorts yeah. and a T-shirt. Um, yeah, I guess, like, I just became more comfortable with myself. Um and I guess, like, with the friend groups that I was with, um, they were, like, super open um, with everything. And my college had, like, a really good, like, LGBTQ AI center. Um, there was, like, Spectrum Clubs, like, a student group mm-hmm. um, that meets, like, every month. Uh, yeah, so I guess, like, just being around a lot of queer people who are also discovering themselves, like, really shaped how I dress. Um, Yeah. Does that make sense? Just, like, being around, like, a lot of people that you feel comfortable with and also seeing, like, people, like, being themselves. Mm Yeah. Yeah, I think what's... So I was lucky enough to, uh, as I mentioned before, go to your wedding, and at the rehearsal dinner... Um, I got to meet a lot of... I'd met some of your college friends before, but um, you had sort of this, like, open mic where people could just walk up and, you know, kind of talk to both you and your now wife, Rachel, just about, you know, kind of what your, you know, your friendship has meant to them. And I think what I thought was really interesting about any of your friends walking up there was they all had a similar thing to say about you, which is you've never walked the line of like anyone else's path. That when it comes to your style and your identity, the best and really only way that they could sum it up was it's just Prinda. It's kind of how you've always been. I think what I'm really interested in is kind of like how did that all come about? Because it really, like, as long as I've known you, you've always been you like your style is so unique in the best possible way i mean i wish everybody could see what she's wearing right now it is the coolest outfit yeah. <laughs> um he's like well we'll definitely have to put it on uh the instagram account of uh, this like really cool like black shirt these amazing overalls amazing boots and a beanie like it's just so cool and i'm kind of interested in how that's evolved overall yeah i mean like I said, freshman year, lots of, like, 
bitty clothes and not your type of bitty <laughs> um, and I think like sophomore year or even later in freshman year I started like color blocking a lot um, and then from then on like I don't know I just like started to have more money um, that <laughs> always know. helps with yeah, like you know things. developing yeah. your style. Yeah, um, and like even in college, just like taking like jobs at like lifeguarding at the coast guards, which is a little ironic because they're the coasties. Um, <laughs> and yeah, just like going to like being able to shop at stores because like that's kind of like a weird concept to me because I grew up on Nantucket. And the only stores on Nantucket are, like, super preppy stuff or just, like, T-shirts and sweatshirts or whatever that just says Nantucket. So the only time we get to go shopping growing up from, like, middle school through high school was, like, when we go off-island for, like, sports. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess just, like, having, like, all these resources to be able to, like, explore... um, what style of clothes that I like kind of like developed my sense of like I guess being comfortable with how with like my identity um and that I think just naturally translate to like what I wear interesting you know wow so you so it started with you being comfortable with the clothing and it, you, you think it morphed into like helping out with your identity, and yeah. and and so that's an interesting like way to go about it. That's that's interesting. Wow, I like that. Cool. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I think the other thing that we definitely wanted to touch on, and this kind of ties back into your wedding as well, is you wore the most amazing suit, custom suit, and kind of want to know a little bit of, like. Perfectly tailored. It looked incredible. Can you Thank kind you. of walk us through, like, how that evolved? Um, I know you got it custom done, so can you walk us through kind of that process of getting the custom suit? Yeah, I think it was interesting because I got it in Thailand. Yeah. Um, and I think at this point in my life, my, like, Thai vocabulary is very terrible. Um, <laughs> so I, like, needed my mom to go with me to, like, the cut, like, to the tailor in Thailand. Um, and she, like, grew up in Thailand, um, yeah, pretty much her whole life. And her older sister was also, like, a model in Thailand. So, like, she has friends in the industry who, like, recommended this shop in Bangkok to us. Um, but she pretty much just, like, helped me translate my, um like my the look that I have in my head to like these tailors um but it was kind of weird having your mom there like (laughs) getting measured for your suits you know yeah yeah because like usually when I go shopping with my mom it's just like a regular clothing store yeah um but it was fine like because in Thailand like Tom's always like they go to get their custom suits all the time so Thai people like don't really care. Yeah, that's. I mean, um, it's crazy. That's what yeah. a great. That's really a um, culture. That's awesome. I do have one quick question. How how did you come up with the idea of what you want in your head? Like, 
it sounds like it I didn't see the suit but it sounds as if it was like there was something interesting or really cool about it how did you come up with the idea I think I mean I would describe the tux as like a very traditional tux but yeah. like slim fitting yeah um, slim fit slim fit like classic yeah look like, like you could have easily been at any award show. Like, I think that was my intention. <laughs> I was like, I want to have like a couple of um, outfits that I can go out to like fancy events too. Even though like I might not have any fancy events to go to, I just like <laughs> like knowing that I have those yeah. options in my closet. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna be in Thailand for a whole month. Things are really cheap there. I think I got like four different things for like less than four hundred dollars. So if anyone listening to us and want to like have always wanted to go to Thailand, just bring like I don't know, save up like five hundred for like a whole new suit or like a couple of suits that you want. Yeah, I've like, heard, I've heard go, that before. Yeah, yeah, and I think like any shops will do a pretty good job. Oh, my goodness. Because um, you're getting your whole body, like, measured. Yeah. Um, so you will look good, even if, like, they're not the best, you know? So you're going to like the way you look is what you're saying. Yeah. I got it. Okay. It's, it's a little <laughs> men's wear It's <laughs> Definitely. And any time you're wearing that suit, just hit me up because I want to go to wherever you're going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really the moral of the story totally here is wherever you're wearing that suit, I want to be there. <laughs> so, you know, recently you were a part of the Dapper Q fashion shows. You walked the runway for Stuzo, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it, you look great. I, I want to know how that all came about. That's uh, First of all, congratulations. It Thank was you. awesome. I mean, had you done that before? No, never. That was like my first time yeah. doing anything like that at Oh, all. my God. You, you um, seem natural. I was so nervous. <laughs> I like, we, we had to do like a practice run and I was like, okay, like not as nervous. Everyone's like practicing. And then like when we actually have to do the actual walk, all I saw was just like bright lights, lots of cameras at the end of the walk, like, and just a ton of like faces and my heart almost dropped to my feet. <laughs> I was like, holy crap. Like, am I really doing this? But I think that also helped because I was so nervous that I just had, like, this, like, dead face that model gives <laughs> while, like, walking down the runway. Your yeah. Zoolander look? So I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Blue Steel, I love that. Yeah. But, so Blue Steel, nervous Blue Steel. I love yeah. it. Um, so, so how did you get hooked up with that? How did it happen? Um, you know, how did that come to be? Yeah, so I think maybe two years ago, um, Dapper Q was like, hey, open casting for models submit your pictures so I did that and then nothing came out of it (laughs) so I totally forgot about it until this summer when actually another designer emailed me and was like hey would you like to um like walk at the dapper queue I was like oh my god how did you get my info and then I was like oh I submitted this thing like two years ago um Yes, and then, like, that was happening, and I was actually going to walk for another designer, and then they decided to, like, drop out, like, two weeks before the show. Oh, wow. Um, but Stuso Clothing actually contacted me probably, like, three weeks after the first designer contacted me and was like, hey, like, we might be interested in having you walk. And at that point, I was like, I'm already, like, I agreed to walk for someone else. Um, so when that designer dropped out, I immediately contacted Stuso because I was like, I already like took the day off. 
um, cleared my schedule for this, so I might as well like reach out to Stuso to be like, "Hey, do you need another like model to walk for you?" And they were like, "Yes," and yeah, that's how it happens. Just like taking risk, oh, you know? Right. Yeah. Because um, that was like the first time. Like I've never modeled before, um, so it's kind of like an uncomfortable. Yeah. Feeling yeah. of like reaching out to people to be like, hey, like put your clothes on my body you know? <laughs> and like use me as a model to show off your like beautiful clothes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think it worked out well. I think you look great. I think it worked out well. I really, uh, I, I saw you and I was like, oh my God, it's Brenda. Awesome. <laughs> like you look great. And, and I don't know, I don't think that anyone could tell that you were nervous. I think that you, so you, you did a great job. Yeah, no, you did a fantastic job. Do you think you'll do it again? Do you want to keep doing something like this? Um, yeah, maybe. Like, I don't know how to go about it, but if the opportunity like presents itself again, I would totally do it. Um, you it def- was a fun experience. You definitely, you definitely should. If, yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you kind of need that sort of like validation, you definitely should. I remember... Um, so you've met my sister before, I think like at a, a year ago or so. And when um, she met you, I think she told you immediately, hey, you should start an Instagram account or something just to kind of showcase your fashion sense because it's great and you have uh, a unique look that people, I think, really gravitate towards. Um, so everybody in the comments, if you're listening to this, you know, kind of write something down just to let Perinda know that that's something that she should do. I think, like, you know, giving a thumbs up or, uh, you know, go for it, Perinda, or something like that. Um, we'll link all of her, you know, information in the bio section um, or, like, in the description, uh, you know, for the episode and whatnot. But absolutely. Definitely. Thank you. <laughs> no, absolutely. So, anyway, we're going to wrap up. Perinda, this was awesome. Thank you so much. I, I really enjoyed you talking about, like, what it was like to grow up in Thailand and. I don't think that people growing up here know anything like that. So this is a really interesting and eye-opening sort of like discussion to have about that. Um, the idea of growing up and not feeling like you have to be put in a box and just wanting to be able to, you know, I don't know, switch, you know, kind of like go between sort of gender lines um, very effortlessly. So that's fantastic. So thank you for sharing that with us. Um, and do you, again, you are at Perinda Darden, right? It's yeah. Like at Perinda Darden on Instagram? Yes. So please go follow Perinda because when she does release the Instagram where she's releasing <laughs> all her fabulous looks, you'll find out about it there, right? You'll find out about it there first. So Perinda, thank all you right, so now much. Now I really have to do it. You have to <laughs> really? The pressure's on, my friend. Pressure's the on. The pressure's on. So thank you so much for being with us, guys. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. Um, hope to see you again soon. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And I guess we will see you again. Take care. Have a great one. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.